This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I'm Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. And uh, we are jumping on from doing last year's grand final winners, the Melbourne Storm, to, unfortunately, last year's grand final losers. And uh, once again, we have our good friend, uh, Michael Gregson, a.k.a. Shunter, on to talk. Hello. Hey, Matt. How's it going? I'm good, mate. Uh, I hope the wounds have healed since uh, last November. You know, they uh, they have. Um <laughs> That well, has to be a lie. <laughs> no, 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 it was so weird. No, I was actually thinking about it this afternoon, like thinking about coming on here tonight, and uh, I, I knew I'd be asked about it. And I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Um, because for a while after the grand final, I just because you know I was I attended and I was um I was in line with and on the right side for Nathan Cleary's pick six to Bunavalu. So I went I went through a lot of things that night. But um yeah I. I don't sort of like have those replays in my head where I'm like, ah oh, man, I, I can't believe that they um they just did everything they everything they could wrong in that game. It's um yeah, it doesn't hurt so much any anymore as a fan, um, surprisingly. Um the only the only thing is that I'm uh, very well aware of the uh the narrowing window, which I guess we'll we'll sort of talk about here, um, previewing the team for this year. I think they hurt more is what you mentioned there. They hurt more in like three years if you don't win anything when you think you're in the window. Like the Broncos grand final hurt more like three years later. Because I was like, yeah. like Whereas the 2013 South prelim loss that broke me when they got 14-0 dickheaded, didn't really care a year later. Didn't bother me. Yeah. And so I guess what you're saying is you have to win the comp this year or you'll be sad. <laughs> is that oh, the expectations I'm... for the year? <laughs> oh, I really, oh, look, I, I really, really hope that they they do obviously everyone hopes that the team wins a comp i think i do feel like this is their their last chance where i realistically as a fan think yep i think they can do it this year after i know after that we're just going to see how the how the yeah. roster shakes out the, so, yeah the the panthers of last year and i know we love a cross sport reference here they kind of remind me of the ravens from two years ago in that they were just one of the best regular season teams of all time and then it just it just fizzled out when it when it really mattered, and and you still it's it's it sucks. And it's kind of weird, and, and it's because like you'll still have all these great memories of like such a dominant regular season. And you'll still have all these, all you'll look back on that winning streak and you'll enjoy all of that. But there is a part of you that is just like, man, that was all sick. But ah, oh, just ah, oh, why didn't we just go? You know, why didn't we? Why couldn't we find that extra five percent when we needed to? Yeah, that's it. And like, you know, going back to American football, like I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan and I can't go, well, I don't even, I haven't even gone back and watched the, uh, they're, again, they're a very dominant team and uh, they, uh, in the regular season, they only lost once in the, in the regular season and went on to lose the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, a, like I haven't gone back and revisited any of their big wins from, from that season. Like that, like the, the game before the Super Bowl, the uh, NFC championship game, they absolutely routed the Arizona Cardinals who were, another like highly fancied mm. team heading into that. And that was, I remember at the time that was, you know, that was a really joyful occasion, but I can't go back and watch it. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think I could go back and watch any individual game from uh, last season. I could watch a few moments and appreciate, um, yes, the way that the, the, some of the guys performed, but yeah, it's all sort of hollow knowing that uh, in the end they didn't come away with the premiership. 
Yeah, you're right. It, it would be weird if you just kept bringing up preliminary finals like years after the fact when you didn't win the grand final. Yeah, I don't know. That couldn't be me. No, couldn't. Yeah, you're probably right there, mate. And it's, yeah, it does. But at least you got the Golden State Warriors. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I had, I had, I had that little run, except for the you know three and one. Ah, still, you got a, you got three titles out of it. It's fine. Mm, yeah, yeah. That that Penrith team, as you mentioned, one of the best regular season teams of all time, and it will not be remembered. It just won't be in it because obviously being a COVID year and being a shorter year and being no gaps in it, people already try to find reasons not to respect it. So lose that grand final like that. No, you'll never remember. Remember that time Penrith were like undefeated pretty much. They lost one game in the regular season then lost the grand final. No, won't come up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. That does suck. Um, so we'll move on to this year and I guess we'll start with the most obvious question, which is what are your expectations for this season? Uh, my expectations for this season, a uh, minimum of a top four finish. And that's just absolute, that, that's just absolute minimum. Um, I mean, there's bound to be some regression in the wins and losses because, you know, I'm not expecting them to go on a 17 match winning streak again. Nothing, not going to touch that. Uh, it's just going to be really difficult to have the same kind of success they had last year. Even where well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't back them for the minor premiership again this year, only because that is so difficult to do uh, especially now even though uh yeah they didn't win the premiership they're not going to surprise anyone this year they're not uh, nobody's mm. going to be caught off guard by the the talent that they have and so it's going to be yeah teams are going to be up for them even though they're not the actual premiers they teams are going to be up for the panthers because yeah they displayed so much dominance last year yeah it's um, true it's an unfortunate byproduct where you you get all the sort of teams aiming up against you but you didn't get to lift the trophy <laughs> yeah that's it but i still still i don't think they'll they'll finish any lower than than fourth um yeah but i could see them being uh, second or third do you worry at all that like do you worry at all i mean there is this he worries thing. all the time <laughs> he, he's, he, do oh, you worry that you don't have anxiety. enough time to play all the video games you've bought and then you've never played? <laughs> well, it, do, hey, it, it doesn't matter if you buy them for forty nine dollars on Amazon Prime. You can just it, you can just forget about it. It's not real money. That's a fair you point. Um, <laughs> no, but what I was going to ask is like this is a thing that we see in sports all the time, like where teams lose a Super Bowl or a Grand Final or or a World Series or and they're just not that good the following season for whatever reason. Whether it's because yep. everything went right and it can't always go right, or whether it's a mental thing with the hangover of getting so close and losing. Are you concerned about that this year? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's really yeah, it's really hard. To um, uh, well, yeah, to repeat that. I mean, the kind of performance they had last year. I'm not expecting them to repeat that, but yeah, I I would hope that they're young. <laughs> Here we go, the young Panthers again. I'm hoping <laughs> that they're young enough that they're not uh, they're not so scarred by that. I mean, if they were to uh, if they were to bow out again this year, you might start to get some of that burden. But what I would hope that they would still be buoyed by what they accomplished last year that there wouldn't be uh, as big of a, as big of a letdown. Cause you know, you can see with some players that have been around for been around for a while, they might, there might be that slight letdown. Like, man, this is one of my, that was probably one of my last chances to, to do that. Whereas a lot of these guys are so early on in their careers. Um, they, yeah, I'd hope that there wouldn't be as, um, yeah, as big as big of a letdown where they, I mean, they'll be sting. I'm hoping it's more that they're stinging from that missed opportunity and 
it pushes them to be better rather than you know being a bit mm. depressed by it and yeah finding it hard to get up again yeah you've got it you've just got to hope that they mentally take it the right way instead of the wrong way um you mentioned before that you feel like this is the last year you've got i mean You've already lost a couple of guys, Josh Bansaw and James Tarmow, mainly. Matt Burton's on the way out. Not that he was a key part last year, but obviously he's still one for the future. And yeah, are you like, are you, I know they've always, they've constantly talked about keeping the boys together. Mitch and I have constantly taken the piss out of that every time they've said it. But, and, and you've been on our, you've been pretty much in the same boat with us. I mean, you've never had those unrealistic expectations that the players would just all stay together for less money. No, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think that was just a bit of romanticizing by the, by the club because they love, yeah, well, look, they, I mean, they, they love, um, I mean, they always love the, like the local juniors, actually like the true local juniors guys coming up from like, you know, through St. Clair, St. Mary's, et cetera. Um, and you know, they have that camaraderie, um, and they mix that in with the guys that they bring in from the bush, but they think, oh yeah, they played their, a lot of their junior footy together. They're going to want to, they're going to want to stay together. I mean, that is, that is true. I mean, you see, um, see all the time on um on instagram and other other platforms that uh, guys like uh jerome luai brian toto stephen Crichton, mostly out all the guys you know from you know like the mount mount druitt area and that they're all it, they're they're all tight and they're all enjoying playing footy together but at the end of the day they also like getting properly compensated for their skills <laughs> which is um something that for some reason the penrith brass didn't think was going to happen uh so we had the um had the news made official today from the club that uh stephen Crichton has re-signed mm-hmm. and um yeah it was a good uh, it was a great bit of business by him and his new manager to not uh go forward with the uh well they they insisted it didn't happen but there was a um, everyone knows by now that there was a, a handshake deal between Stephen Crichton and uh, Ivan Cleary, allegedly, for <laughs> $500,000 a year for three, uh, uh, each year for three years. And uh, Crichton obviously got a new manager who immediately knocked that on the head and rightfully, rightfully so, given how he played. And yeah, so... Uh, one of these young guys. It, it's uh, even though even though it's early days in his career, this, there was no um, there was no sort of discount for uh, <laughs> for having having this young talent come through the the system. We uh, he's so he's ended up instead of being uh, signed to a three year deal uh, worth one point five million, he signed a two he signed a two year extension worth um, I think it was well, one point. Oh, was it one point three? One point seven. They've got. Oh, that's it. Oh no, that's it. Sorry, no, no, that's right. One point. No, no, one point seven. But that's because um, I I believe what's actually happened is he's got to pay instead of um honouring the final year of his contract, he's got to pay rise for this coming season to four hundred thousand, and then the following two seasons he's on six fifty. So he's uh one of the top you know top paid centres in the game um uh from next year, which uh. Yeah, if look, he's if he keeps up this form and he's he continues to develop, he's he is he is worth it. And um, and look, there's also the potential because we don't know, I uh, don't know what's going to happen longer term with someone like Dylan Edwards too. If they really want to try and you know make the most out of that money, like you know Crichton could end up playing a bit of fullback. It's it's not um not outside the realms of possibility for that. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and then Jerome Lewis uh, up next, but another guy who will be 
due for a, a significant pay rise and who you guys have laughed at um, an interview in the, I think it was the Herald oh, where he's, yeah, yeah, he said, yeah. he's like, Oh, I can't, I can't believe that we couldn't keep the boys together when we took pay rises. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> that if I took a $750,000 deal a year, it meant my mates also could all get $750,000 a year. <laughs> well, they can just not at the same club yeah. as you. Yeah. We yes. spoke about it when you came on last time, Shana, that we were like, they can't get this lot together. Cause it's especially because you're in Sydney, like guys can just move down the road and make more money. They can still be mates. It's just the reality of rugby league professional sport that, it's just, as you said, that Crichton stuff was ridiculous. And the people who were mad at Crichton themselves, it's like, you want to hold a young man to when he like, you know, an 18, 19 year old shook the hand of a coach in like a dressing room because he didn't yeah. know what he was doing, holding to that. And then he should just agree, oh, okay, I should make way less money than I'm worth the next few years because I got tricked by the coach or something mm. or pressured, like, like whatever. Yeah. And it's a fair, I think the deal is still pretty reasonable for the, the talent I believe he is. I think he's one of the, best young backs in the competition, you know, pop, top, probably top two or three. And as you said, he could easily play fullback next year. You know, maybe he, maybe that's their plan or the year after, who knows? But I think that's a good re-signing. We're just really weird how they thought they'd keep them all together and really weird, like mad at Matt Burton for wanting to go to his new club early. It's like, oh, we want to play you at centre, Matt. It's like, well, I don't want to play centre. <laughs> like, I'm 5'8". Shanta, who is a veteran player that you think is in for a big year? I know you're such a young team, but you got to have a couple of guys. You got to have a couple of adults in there somewhere. Ah, uh, yeah, it's hard to, hard to find them. But yeah. um, and look, it's it's really hard for me to pick uh, who's going to have a big year because I feel like last year everybody had pretty much a career year, so it's really it's really hard to try and single someone out who could be in for any significant improvement. But I'm thinking um, uh, Moses Leota. Uh, who he's getting he's getting the nod to uh, step up to James Tamo's starting role, and uh, look, it'll. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it'll go. I was actually reading an interview with him uh, today where he's talking about the adjustment that he's got to make, where he's used to coming on the field and like bringing a lot of energy, and you watch him come off the back fence and make these big runs where he breaks some tackles. Uh, now he's he's talking about well, now when I go on the field, everybody's got energy, so he's got to. He's got to adjust his game, but um, uh, no, I've just been impressed with uh, the way that he's developed. And I think, um, and I might not be, and I might not be straight away, but I'm looking forward to seeing how, um, him hit his straps as a as a starting front rower now. Um, and aside from aside from him, I'm interested to see. And I mean, I don't, and obviously, I don't know his long term future at the club either. It's pretty well up in the air. But Kurt Capewell, I'm interested to see how Queensland origin hero Kurt Cavewell <laughs> <laughs> fits into uh, the Penrith side this year because it's it's very likely that he's not even starting because last year um, Liam Martin was starting in the second row and when because well, well, I mean Capewell was out for a long time with an injury but um, he was um, he was coming off the bench so it'll be interesting to see one if Capewell starts and two yeah just what yeah what he would bring because he'd be one of those um, veteran um, veteran presences there as well. Just uh, and yeah, coming off a successful Origin campaign, I'm keen to see how uh, he um, changes as a first grader. Yeah, you yeah. feel like it's like a guarantee he's not there after this year because you know he'd probably get a starting job somewhere else. But he can definitely fill some holes, you guys. I mean, you, you've suspended Brent Naden early in the year. Hmm. I don't expect Kurt Capel to play in the centres, but I wouldn't be shocked if you know he played a game or two there this year either. But. 
But yeah, he had a cracking origin and he's too good to be on the bench. But so is Lee Martin, so is Billy Kickow. What a it, tough problem to have. Fuck you. It's, it's still a tough team for this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tarmau, Tedavano, and J- Josh Mansour losses. But I mean, Charlie Staines looked ready last year. And yes, you lose yardage without Mansour, but you gain a lot more explosiveness with Charlie. And you'll get a lot more of that, like you did last year. Some of those tries that, you know, you just know if someone breaks through and Charlie's near them, it's try time. You just know it's going to happen next year. Well, this year, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Um, a young player to watch out for, Sean. It can be a, an established first grader who you like, anything's going to get better, or it can just be some guy in the lower grades that we might not know about. Uh, well, there's this uh, there's this young center that's coming through. Um, he's really yeah, really skilled. Uh, he's got the skill set of a half, uh, Matt Burton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, oh look, now really, I'm thinking uh, more uh, more along the lines again back to the back to the props because we've lost uh, lost James Tamo and then lost uh, Zane Tedavano late in the preseason as well, going over to Super League. Um, you've got well Moses Leota. He's the next guy up to be the starter. Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing Spencer Lanou uh, take some more steps forward as uh, as an impact front rower off the bench. And I can see him, uh, I don't know, I just see it already. Like, it's just the aggression in him. And I want him to just want to see him develop and take, uh, and yeah, just take that role that Moses Leota had, just bringing the energy and the aggression and those back fence runs like um, from the bench. And also I don't, I don't really want to see, but I'm, I'm mentally preparing myself for some Matt Eisenhuth early in the season. Oh, God. <laughs> the bench. I know, I know. It's just I'm, I'm, ment- I'm mentally readying myself for, for him to be um, one of our options, off, uh, middle options off the bench. But um, I'm sure he'll be fine, but it's just boring when it's alongside like Spencer <laughs> Lino, Moses Leota, the forward pack you have starting. To yeah, it's, it's not going to come. Isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't want a, an impact toiler off the bench. Um, <laughs> no, but there's uh, Lindsay Smith as a um, as a young uh, front rower who's been uh, he's been coming through the grades. He's another you know typical Penrith story. You know St Mary's kid, and he's coming through and he's played. You know uh, he's played under six. I think he's under sixteens Origin, maybe under eighteens. I can't recall. But yeah, he's had a bit of an injury bu- injury bug, and he's uh, he's also what. Did missed out on lower grades last year, but he's been in the but he's uh, been elevated to the top squad. He's been in the top squad for a, uh, over a year now. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to him developing because it seems like he's one who seems like he's he's destined to make his debut at some point um, this year. So, yeah, I'm hoping that um, yeah, I'm hoping that he comes along and well cements himself on the um, yeah at least on the interchange. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I he's probably the one who, who could take Matt Eisenhuth's role. Hey, after a couple of weeks. Yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. It's just uh, I, that's what that's what I'd see. I'd see um, Eisenhuth um, being in the squad for a, for a little while, but then you know once once they feel like um, yeah, someone like uh, Smith is ready, just uh, get him in there. Yeah, Lindsay um, Smith's a very Penrith name, by the way. It is. <laughs> Has he got yeah. a ratty? He has to have a ratty. <laughs> I don't think he... Oh, I'm trying to remember what a... I, I don't let him on the team bus if he doesn't have one. But he, the rest of him looks exactly like you think he'd look like. Lindsay from Penrith just needs the worst hair. That's what he needs. Yeah. Uh, Shanta, what's a matchup you're penciling into the calendar for this year? Um, uh, Always the Parramatta and um, West Tigers games. Uh, they're just... I mean, they're, all, they're always just 
fun in terms of um, uh, between like my friends, just rivalry, just you know, a bit of rivalry. But now they've actually over over the last few years, uh, with a, between the clubs, there actually is like a genuine sort of rivalry. Especially the Tigers, there's like real bad feelings, and um, yeah, and to an extent with the Panthers and the Eels, they um, yeah, they also have a bit of uh, like see a genuine rivalry now. So I'm looking forward to those, but. Um, I don't know. In general, it's very, really weird and a very mean thing to say, but I'm just looking forward to all of the games because the world's I, nicest I, man saying, I, I hope all the games have a good time. It's so on brand. Uh, but I just, oh, look, no, no, just because it's very interesting because this is a very different season that we talked mm. about it before where um, the Panthers are actually somehow good. good. And so everyone's going to be aiming up against them. So that makes, you know, any game is sort of like, oh, okay, is this, you know, Teams that I, teams that you normally consider scrub teams, they might you know put up a bit of a fight against uh, against Penrith just to try and show out. So yeah, exactly, yeah. mate, exactly. Well, you um, guys were so good with the rule changes though last year, like so good. It was like perfect for you, like a more mobile lock. You hammered the middle of the field often, and then when you got ahead, you gave away about six hundred thousand penalties and ruck infringements. You were so good, and that that rules only been cranked up another notch. So I do think whilst teams like aim up with you, I think you have a really good regular season regardless. Yeah, I'm disappointed, Shunter. I was I was looking for we're playing you pretty early on the season, playing you in in May, and I was like, oh, that'll be a, that'll be a fun game. It's in I, Dubbo. Uh, re- oh, really? Yeah. God, and that's we, the oh, that's the game that they took to Dubbo. Yeah, and right. then we play you again in like September, but whatever. Ah, uh, radio. No, no, I that that yeah. Now that you reminded me, though, it will be interesting because oh, look, I I love Josh Mansour, so it'll be yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, the Josh Mansour revenge game. I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be about a, there's a, there, there is going to be a three minute gap between Nick Campton hearing this podcast and him texting me saying, let's go to Dubbo for that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't get, no, that's it. He, well, he can't go to Bathurst. He's, you know, a bit of mental <laughs> scarring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has PTSD, starts seeing Matt Moylan throwing cutout passes. Yeah. <laughs> Just every man who walks past me is wearing that pink Panthers jersey. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. Um, your grand final prediction. Um, well, and remember, you can't just pick all the teams to have a good time. <laughs> right. Well, well, 30 years on Penrith Canberra. Why not? There you go. Um, I've got you guys fourth on my ladder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine's exactly the same. <laughs> we've almost got our top uh, fours out now, Vanguard, what we've done already, but I have, I also Penrith fourth, but. As I said on our storm preview, everyone would have heard yesterday. The top four is really just the same. The four teams I think will finish top and shuffle them. I, I've only just realised that you've now picked teams one, two, three, and four, and we've not talked about a certain no, grand old club. I've picked one, two, and four. Uh, no, you you've picked all four. You picked <laughs> the Roosters to finish third. Oh, I got, okay. I have that backwards because uh, that was a team I deleted from my spreadsheet by accident. Ah, uh, right, right, now right. We say, now we know. Souths in fifth or sixth is a bit harsh. Yeah, before this podcast, I was like, I deleted a team from my ladder. I don't know who it is. I found it during the podcast <laughs> and I deleted the Roosters. Ah. And there, Rabbitohs have third, so there's yeah. breaking news. Yeah, look, I mean, it's pretty funny. I mean, everyone's sort of saying Raiders, Penrith, South, Raiders, Penrith, South so far. I mean, I wonder what we'll get. Um, I mean, I know I have the golden rule. I've told you before, Bunga. You have to change at least two teams in your top eight every year. Just how yeah. rugby league works, you have to. Yes. But that—that's it's so hard for me to see those like five sides not being the top five. Uh, yeah, injuries I, my, happen, uh, but I'm not predicting them. 
no, exactly. I mean, I would have changed two if Cam Smith had changed had, had signed for the Titans, but I think I've only changed one in the end. But we'll get we'll get to that later. Um, mm. before we get out of here, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our Patreon supporters in the top two tiers of our Patreon program. Once again, we thank you so much for your support. Uh, it's it's really grown in the last few weeks, and we're very humbled by that. And wouldn't be doing this without you. Uh, if you want to get involved, it is patreon.com forward slash anaerobic rookies. And once again, that is the only way you can be a part of our tipping comp, which is going to have some pretty good prizes in it, which we'll announce a bit later. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. We've done it before and there'll be a video on the on, on our Twitter feed where you can uh, see how that works. It's very simple, very fun and very straightforward. Um, and a quick thank you too. Bert Andrews, Dave, Colin Tyson, Matt Coleman, Never Trendy, Matthew Duggan, James K, Sam Anderson, Maddie Jenkins, CTO, Warwick Ahern, an anonymous backer, Wayne Ritchie, Michael Murray, Ben Wallace, Frankie, Old Mama Bear, Simo, Ty, Maddie McPay, Leon, Morgan Watkins, Harvey G, Jace G, Thor Laycock, Roxanne Clark, Cam Beswick, Dan Carnane, Tom Hardy, Josh Brandon, and Jason. I did it. You did do it. Well done. In one breath. One breath. <sighs> Thank you. Proud of you, Vanguard. Uh, before we go, I just want to talk about card stocks with the three of us here. Yeah, we're all NBA. We're all NBA <sighs> Top Shot guys. No, no, I'm a top. I'm, I'm both. Are you top? Are you in a Top Shot yet, Chanta? Or are you He's, still just paper? No, card? No. Uh, no, no. I'm still. Um, I'm still learning the ropes and just buying whatever's well, finishing well, soon on well, eBay and Mitch, sniping Mitch, people. Mitch and I both got in a virtual queue to buy one of five thousand virtual packs today, and I was like twenty thousand, and he was thirty-five thousand. So we were oh, nowhere. Wow. It was. It's like my tenth time in the queue. One day I'll get there and I'll get to open. It doesn't. It doesn't go cards. on when you show up to the queue. They just leave the queue open for fifteen minutes, and you get a random spot. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, I think is they, actually probably no, they're doing fairer, a stress but... test. It used to be in order, and they've changed it now because they, they like the ones we've done are like only five thousand packs. The real release is twenty five thousand packs, so maybe it'd be different. Let's be real though. If it's if it's done in order, we will never ever get one because there will be people with inside scoops who will know. No, I, I um I happen to so I went to they have a Discord channel. Yeah, and I installed Discord that. on my phone. Finally, I hadn't didn't have it there, and then I opened it, and immediately when I opened it, they had announced they were doing it. So I was like. Bang on the drop today. I just didn't get anything though. Yeah, that's mm. unfortunate. But yeah, anyway, if people want to want to <laughs> talk about paper stocks, Shunt is your man. Digital stocks, Bungard your man. But we are all into the trading card market now, and I'm sure by like I told myself by like I wouldn't get into the NRL ones. So I'm sure by mid year I'll be out there buying Jordan Ricky second year cards or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I well. wish they like if 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 the if the top shots were for NRL and I already have floated to my boss at nine that given that they have all the rights to this shit, we should just start making them. Like oh, Greg English player rights. They can't Greg English fending Jamie Sowd into the shadow realm. That gift would be fetching a pretty penny. Yeah. I, I, mm. they well they haven't got the rights to the players like likenesses. They even have the vision if you get me they could probably sell a highlight but they couldn't sell with the player or something. Yeah garbage. right. Okay. I don't know. Oh, but anyway, NRL uh, top shot, you know what, what well, I have pre-ordered um, a, a case of the uh, NRL oh, no. cards. <laughs> I, I think it's like 100, 130 bucks for a, yeah, a box I, of them. So I think I've just, I think I've done that, and I'm telling myself that it's for my son one day. But he's not going to be. Oh, I, I will, but well, if, he's, if not we, gonna, he, he's not going to be ripping those packs. No, I'm just free. saying we, we could do it. We could do it. We could do an unboxing on Twitch or something if you're keen. Like we could do something like that uh, if you're interested. Um, oh, there we go. And look at the look on my face when I get like a. A Chad fo- Johnson foil uh, card, like whoa. Chad Johnson. <laughs> Chad, no, what? Chad, no, just Chad Johnson. Jeez, Chad Townsend. No, Chad yeah. Johnson. I'd be very confused. Yeah, the bloke in a bar insert cards, mate. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. All the podcast guests. Denon Kemp rookie card. <laughs> yeah, that's um. What was I going to say about that? I forgot. Yeah, Remember you said that, that was for your son. It's like yeah, well, if 
if anyone doesn't know, go back and look at the. If you have Pokemon cards in your roof, go back and look at the price. Yeah, I sent you a photo of the ones I have somewhere in my apartment, and you think they're worth like a thousand dollars. Well, I sold. So I again, need to find them. Regarding the card the- chat, I sold like all my. I didn't have many old Pokemon cards. But I sold them for like combined like one point three thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh look, that's ridiculous. I found. Um, well, my wife actually had a um, had a binder with some old Pokemon cards in it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't realize she's taken decent care of them. I don't know if I was to. I don't know if I was to grade them. I think on average it'd be like a PSA. I don't know eight probably, mm. eight eight and a half for a lot of them. But um, yeah, just look if you look if anyone doesn't know, just Google uh, or look up on eBay Red Cheeks Pikachu. And yes. she's got she's got one of those. It's apparently a, a rare misprint card, and it's worth a stupid amount of money. And it keeps so, going up. It's just oh look, it's it's just absurd. But yes, all of this all this old stuff, and um, and you run and you know it makes in hindsight. I think when I offered to or offered or tried to force a fifty fifty dollar purchase of uh, another kid's Charizard card that. Didn't pay, didn't come through for me. I think you know, maybe that would have been a bit unfair if I had a gone. If I had, I got, I got them off. banned from my school because I ripped a guy off in a trade. Oh, you cried. were that guy. Everyone got yeah, banned from school, but you were the. I got it banned. Yeah. What am I Did supposed you? to do? Like, I'm a, was I, it a kindy kid? No, it was in my grade. He just ah. wasn't as smart as me. No one was, to be fair. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I got a I got a I think I, I got a, either a, hol- a vile plume or a chancy holographic for a Snorlax that wasn't holographic. Idiot. <laughs> got him. Well, they, we got they got banned at my school because there was a guy who was really really good at stealing them. He would like, ah, enjoy, see, like people were playing anything. people were playing a game or whatever, and he put his foot on it, but he wouldn't move his foot for like ten minutes. So the game would end, people would walk away, and there's a Pokemon card <laughs> under his foot. Because kids were not you, patient. Was it was it you? I was talking about the other day with those Dragon Ball Z discs. Potentially, yes. So the the ones those. that used yeah, to be yeah, in like yeah. the Thins packets in like yeah. 2001. I because I had a ton of those, and I just gave them away one day because I just was just like bored with them. I just like. Gave out to all the other kids, and apparently there, it's crazy. All these things are just worth money now. Yeah, the Shanks packets as well. He was buying that NRL box for his kid. It's really, it's better than any. It's better than investment. Don't open I'll a tell, savings account for your kid. I'll tell you what I did find the other day, which is in actual, <laughs> yeah. actually mint condition. I have the full album of 2003 rugby league footy cards, which the Daily and Sunday Telegraph released. I have every single one, and they're in perfect condition. I had yeah, the 2004 cards. Do you I want the, the, Do you want I, these? Because Pete, you won the comp. So do you want them? Want 2003 cards? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, yeah, that'd be. I mean, unless they're cool. worth squillions, I'll just give them. And some then, then of course, okay, cool. If they're if they're not worth the card, can, or they printed on, tell then me, yeah, I'll have them. All right, so we got a holographic Craig Gower. Oh, oh okay, that sounds. So each team had one holographic card. Sounds mm-hmm. like Brian Fletcher. Um, the coach Johnny <laughs> Lang, and then it's Luke Lewis, Gerds. Reese Wester, Luke Rooney, Scott Sattler, Joe Nullivar, Tony Pultua, Presto, Marty Lang, Pritis, Paul Fatawira, Chris Hicks, Ben Rorty, and Shane Elford. So nice. six, there was 15 players and a coach per team. So not everyone got one. No, no, no. But that, sound, no, that sounds pretty cool. But yes, it's funny you bring out the telly ones. I remember because my mum used to work in a news agency and I ended up getting like a complete set of the 2004 <laughs> telly cards. But then obviously like a big dumb idiot through... You know, threw those away. Some of the, I mean, because 03 was when Slater and Smith debuted, right? So, like, these might actually, <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, oh, when I Smith was 02, I think was he? But... Slater was definitely 03. So, yeah, I, I don't know, so. maybe these are worth something. I'll have to look into it. Oh, well, um, mm. we've taken up enough of your time, Shanta. Thank you so much for coming on, though. <laughs> um, we yeah. really do appreciate it. 
No worries. Um, always happy to talk Panthers and Stonks. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be back on later in the year for whatever yeah. reason. Hopefully for the not. other bonus Patreon pod we're doing, Patreon pod we're doing on cards. Yeah, <laughs> or, a, or, well, a, or the latest TikTok, money, or the latest TikTok scandal at Penrith. Yeah. I don't know. We'll go through it. Um, we'll go but yeah, if you want to do it, if you want to do some unboxings on Twitch or something with those. NRL ones you've bought, then we're definitely down to do that. We want to do more video stuff this year. So yeah, I think I, I will do. I'll say, yeah, I'll save the uh, excellent. I'll save the ripping until I can uh, get it on video. So hell yeah! All right, thanks mm-hmm. for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me, boys. And say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. That's goodbye from me.